This episode of the Nerdball Podcast is sponsored by Jake Paluski at Real JP Multimedia. He does the music for this podcast. He has produced this podcast. If you need anything audiovisual done, he is the man to see at realjp.com, R-E-E-L-J-P.com. Let's start the show. What's up, guys? I'm Andy Siraki here, originally from Ohio. I live in Florida now. I'm a fitness entrepreneur in every sense of the word. I speak it, coach it, teach it, live it, breathe it, all that good stuff. And I'm here on the Nerdball Podcast because of my good friend Lorenzo Melcher, and we go way back, and I can't wait to dive in. This is the Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. All right, man. All right, Andy. Thanks for joining me on the podcast. Um, the, the very first question that I ask, and, and this is a brand new thing for the new year, I'm, I'm changing up a little bit on the, on the podcast, is what is something that you are currently nerding out about? And it, the only rule is it can't be your job, is, because I don't think that's, I mean, for some people that's a hobby, but I think they have to have extra stuff on the side uh, to keep them going. So what's something, you're, if it's a TV show, uh, some sort of, like you're taking cooking classes or you're reading <laughs> books, like, like what are you nerding out about right now? All right, guys, so the question is, what is Andy nerding out about? I think it's been a while, though. I think what is Andy not nerding out about right now? So always, brother, always nerding about some Star Wars in my life. So I know right now I'm probably nerding out the most about uh, the Book of Boba Fett. Okay. All right. I'm nerding out the most about uh, everything Star Wars, waiting for the Mandalorian to come back in and see what's going to happen with my baby Yoda. So. <laughs> You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eventually have my own babies, but Baby Yoda is all I got right now. He's, he's <laughs> sitting up there, too. Um, I'm actually really uh, excited to nerd out with my pops this weekend. We're going to a Pink Floyd experience, and they're doing all these 4K LED projections, and uh, they got surround sound. And so I uh, haven't been to a concert with my pops. I grew up on all that classic rock. So uh, okay. real excited to nerd out about that. I'm just going to keep this going because I just, I just stuff that keeps coming to me here. I love nerding out about fitness and everything like that so i do have the whoop 4.0 coming that'll be on my wrist soon my fitness trackers my tonal my ir sauna like dude i nerd out about everything fitness has to offer and recently they there's been some game changers so star wars pink floyd and fitness stuff still nerding out so so i was never and I've talked about it on this podcast never been bitten with that star wars bug. like my dad was into it um, I was more into sports and that's kind of how we, how we, you know, connected with new sports, but it definitely, it skipped me and my, but my son loved, it. he, he has watched all that stuff, all the star Wars, everything. I, I know he just got it because he's in, interested. How did you first get into that, into star Wars? Dude. All right. So here's the story. I remember as a little kid going through all the little VHS tapes and like, you know, family videos, like everything's got a label. Right. And I'm like, what is this one? Uh, it was called a new hope. And I put it in. I think it was all like scrambled, everything like that. And <laughs> eventually it got to it. I think we recorded it off of a television program. So I think it was like a bootleg copy. Sorry, FBI, if you're listening. It's a VHS. I mean, what's the fine down to? $2.50 now? Uh, so I remember I, we got that and it was a bootleg copy. So I got into it. And my dad goes, well, here, here's the actual collection. So I watched all that. And dude, I just, I just love the story. Good versus evil. Uh, facing your fears, not giving in to hate and all the other stuff. And there's so many 
good undertones about the Star Wars story that you can really connect to with life about the choices you make and the temptations to for the good versus the evil. And there's so many, it's not just, just this nerding out so much as I love to, but there's a great underlying message there as well. And um, you talked about the, the music with your dad too. Um, but I love, especially when, when someone comes like, here's my hobby, here's what I nerd out about. I got it from my parents because that's, hey, that's, that's just an awesome way to connect with your parents or them with a child because you can't always, you know, I have a 10 year old right now. We're not always going to connect something, but if there's one thing and we can just hold on to it our entire lives and that's always going to draw. Back. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I love it. I'm experiencing that right now. You know, we're getting that, that age pops getting up there and we're just looking at like life experiences at this point, like what's, and these things that bring us together. And it's always usually something from the past that's, that's current again. So I love that. I love that we can connect on that. Um, how many times have you been to the Star Wars area in uh, Hollywood Studios? Okay, so I got this hit a nerve. All right, uh -oh. so uh -oh. I went there when they when they opened the park. Okay, all right. I was a like early adopter. Went in there, half the park was open. I was like super excited, and they had like one ride. They had like the Millennium Falcon ride, which is cool, right? So then, come to find out, there's this Star Wars hotel that's coming soon. So not one year, not two year, not three three years, maybe four years now. It's finally out. So I've already been there three times because you go with friends. We do, uh, my friends Todd and Rachel, if you guys are listening to this, um, we always do the Star Wars uh, marathons, 10Ks together. So we're always up there. But it's still like, all right, I'm done spending money at Disney until I get this freaking hotel. So just this last week, I opened the mail and there's this beautiful, like, I still have it up there. Uh, this beautiful black, like, dedicated, like, attention, Andy. Your galaxy experience has arrived. I open this thing up like a kid in a candy store. I'm so excited. Open this thing up. Yeah, two nights stay minimum $2,400 per person. I go, Disney, you're Disney. You're stealing from the children. Uh, like, I'm a child. Like, I'm like, man, so Disney is like, it's getting up there, man. Like, yeah. it used to be like a couple hundred bucks and you go have a good time. Now it's, now it's literally $2,400 per person for the two nights stay in the hotel. I go, I go, all right, I'm gonna, I might hold off a little bit on the early adopting. So that's that's the nerve that I hit. So so we just got back from Disney World and and we went through that area and everything. We got we went on the Rise of the Resistance ride, which is uh, I don't like Star Wars, but it was awesome ride. Um, it, was, <laughs> it, it was it was so cool and all the even all, like just walking through and seeing all the Star Wars stuff. Um, my, my they, they're so committed my wife was frustrated because she was looking for um it was a little yoda that's a magnet it sits on your shoulder uh, -huh. uh my son was, seen it. yeah so she was going around looking and she, we, she goes i had to walk through the whole place i finally found one i go she was it was so frustrating i go why she's like i'd ask someone and they would just go yoda's not on this planet and, and she's like <laughs> i just wanted to <laughs> it's like okay nerds Calm down. I just want a freaking backpack. And they Let's all, get out of character for one second. They all said that until she finally got to the end and finally found it. Oh, my gosh. I love it. it. I love it. Yeah, good hunting at Disney, guys. It's getting tough there. It's not, <laughs> not kids anymore. You need to put on layaway. Oh, my gosh. It, it, was, it was an awesome time. It was cool, especially for someone who's – I can appreciate it. It's, I think it's cool that people like it. I just – it wasn't yeah. for me. But Of course. Um, uh, so, so you said you, you're originally from here. Uh, you went to Southview, correct? Correct. And you, Perrysburg, arch nemesis. Uh, 
I'm still, I'm still there and my kids go there. I'm coaching there still right now. So, uh, um, but what's, uh, you've always, for as long as I've known you and, you know, look at pictures and stuff, you've been in the fitness. Is that something you're just in your mind? You're like, I'm just going to be this way for my life. Uh, well, it started with, um, with playing sports and everything like that. And then when you realize you're not going to play anymore and you still have that itch to be around high performance, high energy, high output individuals, you just wanted, I want to be around that. So uh, I went to school for kinesiology at Bowling Green, uh, just south of Perrysburg there. And my freshman year, my advisor was like, well, what do you actually want to do? And I told him, I know we played a little semi-pro football in, and I was talking about that. He goes, well, is that long-term? And I go, no, not at all. I'm a tackling dummy. So yeah. unless they need that, unless they're paying top dollar for tackling dummies, then I'm in. But uh, my advisor said, I told him I wanted to be at the, the cutting edge of fitness and performance and uh, training pro athletes. So he said, look no further. The Institute of Human Performance in Boca Raton, Florida. Shout out to IHP, JC Santana, my mentor, my wow. friend. I love that guy. Uh, we had, I got down here. This was my freshman year. Came time my senior year and nothing had changed. He goes, it's still the best. It's still number one. Let's get you down there. So I applied. I got it. I got down to Florida and graduated. And I, I've immersed myself here ever since. So you're your advisor was advising you to go to a different school or is this something for uh, he told me after? like for my college internship oh okay so okay my, my internship right. to graduate i had to do uh, like some thousand hour thing and that was he didn't even hesitate and the same answer he told me in 2002 uh, was the answer he gave me in 2000 and what would that be six when yeah. i graduated so that was that was my that was the culmination of the degree to do that and it was it was a life-changing experience i was training UFC fighters for heavyweight championships, NFL, MLB, NCAA uh, strength and conditioning for FAU here. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal experience. And then I came home, graduated, and the parents were like, get out. And so I stayed, <laughs> I stayed down. I was like, can't really complain, dude. I'm not, I, you know me, I was always skinny Andy. So I was always freaking cold up there in Ohio. Sure. <laughs> I, needed, I needed to get down here in the warm. <laughs> so so I, I do want, I want to get to all, especially training professional athletes, but before before we leave uh, Bowling Green, what was your favorite place to eat in Bowling Green? Everyone seems to have like their favorite place to say that again. Favorite place to hang out at Bowling Green? Eat to eat something. Eat, there, yeah. Oh, eat. oh man, oh boy, there's so many. Because I know for, mm. for us, if for, I'm thinking for, what time of day was it? After the bars? Was it middle of the day? Um, I got to tell you, there's this. There's gonna be a multiple answer here. My favorite place was the steakhouse it was called trotters and that was only oh, yeah. a couple times very special occasions people be down um trying to be a gentleman kind of thing you know <laughs> now the best place was at two in the morning was kidoba yeah. and that place is open till three so we'd stand in line and get up here guys if you don't know that's like a, a version of chipotle that's actually it's like instead of like chipotles are like this kidobas are like bigger fatter they're like this why did this taste better I think they did, man. I don't know. I got to go back and try it, but I think they did. I swear they did. And uh, if not, there's always Jimmy John's, dude. I would, there are pictures floating around on MySpace, the interwebs, everywhere. And I'm at a party and I've always got a red solo cup from a keg or something and a Jimmy John's gargantuan in my hand. <laughs> there's multiple people are like, dude, this is like a meme. Like you, you would go to a random person's house, get hungry order food they knock on the door like did somebody order food to my house I'm like yep, yep that, that'd be me <laughs> so that was that's the old, i'll send you some pics to go with that but there's oh my buddy on ig sean goodrich goes mr spots mr spots was also oh, yeah. a yep. good one there oh yeah. yeah 
<laughs> they're uh, uh, for us even now. We'll take our kids to Campus Poly Eyes and get those breadsticks. Oh my God, Poly Eyes! Oh my gosh, what is it? The breadsticks and the cheese? Oh, oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. Good. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Now you're taking me down memory lane. I used to fall asleep with a big plate, a big box of poly ice in my whole lap. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Going yeah. to the memory lane from college, brother. I love it. You know what? It's it's cool now because my son's playing travel baseball and some of his tournaments are in BG. So we get to, we'll go down there, uh, do a tournament and then you know get poly eyes or stop some, you know, Mr. Spots. I love Mr. Spots too. Um, and stop there. It's it's cool to like show them like, oh, me and mom, that's where our first apartment we lived with each other. You know, it's, yeah, it's man, pretty cool. It's I a like great area stuff. too. It's great yeah, area. Yeah. Um. So you so you're eating your way around BG and they have parties and you made your way down to to Florida to to what what was the place called again? I'm sorry. Uh, the Institute of Human Performance is where I did my college internship and that was my my foothold in Florida. Again, shout out to them, JC, mentor, friend. I learned. I still use more things I learned in that six month internship and two years sent that I was there than I have and anything else I've done in the fitness industry since then. That's how impactful it was for me. So that was great. And that's what got me down here. And that's, um, I'm right around the corner from them. Now we've done some ventures um, from here and there over the years, we've stayed in touch and it's a very, it's a very great place. I recommend anybody that's listening to this that wants to come check it out. If you're ever in Florida, it's a cool, it's a cool scene over there. Um, so that's where you first got your, you said you got your foothold. Is that where you were training like professional athletes? Yes, yes, yes. Too? I had, um, Jeff Munson for UFC 65. Now they're like almost 300. I think they're like 275 right now. Yeah, so yeah. That's UFC 65. And I mean, I'm strapped up to these bands and like that. And I'm like doing dirty boxing with this guy. He's I'm like, my lips bleeding. Everything's broken up. And he's like, are you sorry? I'm like, no, dude, keep going. It's all about the training. It was hardcore. It was yeah. hands-on. It was cutting edge. We were going to Home Depot to create and mimic the style of fighter because he was going up against a boxer with a super long reach. So we got this PVC pipe, put a boxing glove on the end of it. Oh. <laughs> He's bobbing and weaving under it, coming up dirty. But dude, it was so much fun. So UFC, with the cutting edge of the UFC um, performance and conditioning training, uh, NFL, MLB, NCAA, it was, it was I, you couldn't, you, you just pick a sport and it was there all over the place was there was there ever a time where you're like man should i be here right now like like kind of like imposter syndrome like because you're, you're you're just such a confident guy you know what you're doing you know what you're talking about uh, was there a time where you're just like man this is i don't know if i belong i think i think always you're always like leaving home is a hard thing to do like a lot of people never leave like it's like it's very hard like i left literally everything i knew i didn't know a single person when i moved here not a single person. I knew, I think I knew, and it might be because I'm so ADD and I'm so driven to what I, what I find uh, passionate huh. that I put, I think I can compartmentalize and put the blinders on and get that out of my head. And it just happens to be how I'm wired, but I'll have those nights where I look and I, I miss a lot of my friends. I miss all that. But at the same time, what drives me was always what was pushing me forward and keeping me kind of aligned like that so yeah it's, it's always hard when you're starting a new venture doing things so like that moving to where you know nobody and creating new relationships is very tough but if you're driven you'll you won't even you know that'll that little birdie will chirp in your ear but the the purpose and the passion will will keep you on the road i, I would always feel like uh like if i move somewhere with not knowing anybody like i'd be terrified about it but i can like i can make friends pretty easy so once i like i could yeah. get down get down there and be like okay here's, here's one dude 
and I can be with and just make it a lot easier. But that, that's yeah, scary. yeah, it was probably different. It's definitely, I mean, I moved to Boca, which is like hundred thousand dollar cars are like Honda Civics here. It's like, and I came down with my little red pickup truck. It made it down, not even extended cab. So I can't even lean back for 21 hours driving from Ohio to Florida. I can't even lean back. I'm stick shifted straight up posture like this in my little tiny red pickup. It made it down here and then it died. Like that was it. So it was, it was definitely a culture shock for sure. It served its purpose, man. It got you to where you were supposed to be. It survived the journey. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Gosh, that's, it's so cool to, um, I mean, I'm, I'm 30, what, 37 now. And sometimes I, I, I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I, I, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I feel like, um, but, but it's, it's, and maybe that's what always, cause my, my dad was at GM for 30 years. That's just, that's how, so every time I got a job, he's like, Oh, this is the job. Nope. This is the job. Nope. This and like, I kept trying to tell him like, Hey, that's not how the world is anymore. Mm-hmm. People move, people move jobs, people do things. So I'm always like, I always have, I love where I'm at right now. I work for the Metro parks, but I always like have one eye, like, Hey, how can I make this better? Is it here? Do I make it better here? Do I make it better here? When, when you decided to move down there, you knew, Hey, this is going to be, I'm making myself better. As you got down there, was there times like, how do I, there had to be like, how do I continuously reach this bar yeah. and then set another, another bar? Yeah. Every single day. I want to tell you that. Cause I came from the same family. My, my mother was in education. So she worked a career job for the school system. My father was um, uh, worked for, Owens, Illinois, the glass city in Toledo. So corporate ladder, everything. And to answer your question, every single day is a sort of fear motivator, a drive, because I've got, as an entrepreneur, you've got to eat what you kill every single day. So I can't just take off PTO, anything like that. You have to get paid. Like it's every day you've got to find it in yourself and motivate yourself. And I'll tell you what, in my business, the people motivate me. They say I motivate them. But seeing their results, seeing them happier, healthier, living longer with their kids, being being the absolute uh, phenom of a, of a father figure, mother figure, anything like that, having the energy and just living like this this passionate life, that motivates me. Like I see I see that, so that drives me. Like oh, trust me, there's days I don't want to get out of bed. There's days I don't want to work out. There's days everything like that. But um, as far as entrepreneur, you gotta you gotta find it every single day. It's gotta be it's gotta be in here. If you're not comfortable with going through months of not getting a paycheck and maybe you'll have some great ones, but if you can't handle that dip, that Valley, it's not for you. And I think uh, I'm stealing words from here from either Rogan or Elon. It said, uh, if you're, if you're trying to be an entrepreneur and you want you want a consistent paycheck, he goes, no, this is not, this is not the, this is not the career for you. <laughs> he goes, go lock something in, do a nine to five. Well, and, that, and that's what's scary. Even about this, this podcast, right? I would love like, for this to be, I love podcasting. I love, I love listening to other people's. I like doing mine and I would love for this to be a job, right? Um, right now, I, I, I'm realistic now. I, I'm doing as much as I can with this to try to get it better and try to promote it and all that stuff. Um, I know I can do a better job, but time, time, uh, you know, doesn't allow me all, all of it, right? I, I can't do everything. But I have my job, I have my kids and try to squeeze this in. And sometimes I got to do more or, hey, there, my wife takes them to practice and I don't. Um, but, but, but you're right. I, I am super comfortable with my job. I'm, I'm a salary employee. I get paid regardless of how many hours I'm there. Uh, sometimes I work more than, than I, I should, you know, all that stuff. But I think that 
uh, being uncomfortable, right, is what drives you to to do more. Like, mm -hmm. um, I absolutely this drives this podcast wants me to do more because I love doing this. It's so much fun. So yeah, you've got your you got your career, but you also have your side. Like this is this is like your passion project, and I think everything every day, like somebody is expecting that one day where their passion project becomes the main focus. And I think honestly, brother, like the way we even started, I dig I dug into some of your old podcasts just so I could get. And the format down, I was, I was listening in the truck today. I'm like, man, dude, this is like, you got this down. You got the Thank pitch, you. you got the brought to you by. It's like, dude, I, if I didn't know you better, I would think that this thing's been on the air for 10 years. So hats well, off I appreciate you, it. Man. Like, this is I appreciate it. Making your, making your passion project, your purpose project. So that's, that's always there. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And, and it, it helps that uh, yeah. my kids, my kids are into it. And my, my wife, Andrea, she's, she's all about it. Whatever crazy idea I have about anything, like, she's like, Hey, let's do it. You know, I was doing stand up comedy for a while. <laughs> and, and I told her, I was like, Andrea, if I quit everything and just wanted to be a stand up co comic, would you be okay with it? She goes, I would, as long as you had a plan of here, what are we doing? You know, but she's always behind yeah. 100%, which makes yeah. doing this sitting here in my basement at seven o'clock at night on a Wednesday, like, Makes it all good. And man. don't use me for your content. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, one thing I'm very curious about because I, I, uh, I mean, we have different jobs. That like you're, you're, you do, you're an entrepreneur. Um, what is a day like? Just a, a normal day for you? Like, like when do you get up? Um, when do you eat? Work? Go to work? Do all the morning stuff, routine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. I just, I'm actually working on a, on a, and I've got my app right now. We just did a soft launch. Yes. Yeah, so, and I love to talk about that too. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we're going to get there. So part of it is the routine and the habit forming and everything like that. That's, I did it like for years without even realizing how important it was. And I started going to some seminars. I'm like, man, like you guys don't like do this shit like every day. Like every day is like, like, I don't know. Like I feel like the Truman show sometimes. Like I literally, I wake up and if I don't have a 6am client, or even earlier than that, I will get it done. Like I love just strap on some shoes, put the headphones on and I'll just go for a jog. Everybody's going to be like, well, how much do you run? I was like, for weight loss. I, my, my running, my morning, like little uh, sweat is, has nothing to do with weight loss or um, aesthetics or anything like that it is simply for this. So the biggest thing for me is getting that training in, in the morning. Uh, again, if I can, before I've got early clients as well to get my dose, dose stands for dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins, right? It doesn't matter if you do 10 minutes of burpees or like that. What it does for me and my ADD and everything like that is it, it equalizes my hormones in my mind. It makes everything level. I'm much more patient. I'm much more practical. I'm much more, um, I'm able to deal with people better. I don't find myself. Now, if I miss it, let me just give you the caveat. I think it's easier if I tell you what happens. Like if I miss that for myself, I'm kind of quick with responses. I, I kind of dismiss people a little quicker. So for me, about the, getting that first dose, it can be 10, 20 minutes in the morning for your mind is a game changer. And don't take my word for it. There's a book called Spark. It was the first study done on the brain and this, and that's where I got it all from. That proves CEOs, students, kids, adults, no matter what you're doing, you will be better balanced up here. You'll make better decisions, be more productive, be more attentive. And everything, uh, performance, all your performance metrics will go up as far as productivity in school or at work by doing that. And it was like, that was studied and proven everything. So morning routine, get up, get a little sweat for yourself. All right. From there, I get right to work. I'm like, boom, out the door. Um, might have a little coffee, maybe depending on if I was up late, but um, I don't eat. 
I don't even eat now till like noon. And I used to be like, a breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I literally was just so busy. I forgot I was getting to eat. I wasn't hungry. And I'll tell you what, Lorenzo, I didn't, I didn't lose any muscle. All right. I didn't have crazy hunger pains. I did lose more fat and I did feel better. And on a molecular level, there's studies saying it's called intermittent fasting. I did it by accident. Again, I guess I was doing it. So I wouldn't eat from say I ate dinner at 9 PM. I wouldn't eat again until noon. That's like do the math, like 16 hours, 12, between 12 and 16, depending on the last meal. And on a cellular level, the telomeres, I'm getting really nerdy, are lengthened. Like you don't, you age slower. Your body slows its aging process down when you do that intermittent fasting. So not a, not a pitch deck, whatever suits you guys. But for me, it worked and lost more fat, had more energy, wasn't hungry, didn't lose any muscle that everybody thinks, oh, you know, you're gonna lose your gains. Didn't even happen. In fact, it felt better, looked better. It was good. So wake up, get that dose out the door, go to work, start serving other people. And that's it, man. I'll brush your teeth, do all that shit. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Look at that stuff. You My know, dentist is saying, like, hold on. <laughs> you know, as a dentist, JJ, as a dentist, just comes out as we're talking about that. That is crazy, JJ. How'd you just tune in? When I saw it, I forgot to brush my teeth in my morning routine. Oh, he's going to kill me. <laughs> um, you, know, you know, I do uh, understand, especially there was, like most people, um, there's times where, like, oh, I'm getting, to, I'm going to start working out and then I'm going to eat better and then I'm not. And then I do, you know, up and down. I've been like that for a while. And there was a few years ago where I would get up, I get up at, I don't know, four 30, go for a walk or, or do some exercise. I like kettlebells. Sometimes I do some yeah. kettlebell stuff um, and intermittent fasting, same thing. And, and I did feel better. Like, it, it, and I, part of it too was like, Hey, I worked out. Um, I'm not going to stop on my way into work to grab a donut or something. Like, cause what's the point of that? I just did it. Right. Um, but for me, like, I can't, and I don't want to say I can't, I just, I don't know. I, I it, it just doesn't stick all the time. Okay. Um, I think it sticks for me when I, when someone else is doing it with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one, battle, one big, you gotta have a battle buddy, brother. Yeah. It. It, and actually what, one big thing now, my son, he's 10. He just asked me like, Hey dad, um, do you think you can, like, we can work out and do stuff? Cool. Um, yeah. So, so we just started this week and just little, like I gave him a little, um, like a little three pound dumbbell just to show them how to do triceps, how to do, do biceps. We did uh, body weight spot today. You know, we did lunges, like all this stuff just to show them movements and, and, mm-hmm. uh, and how he feels afterward. But I do like it because today was our second day. Um, and he's like, he's like, you ready, dad? Like, like right when you got home, I'm like, yeah, let's go, man. You know, let's do it. I you know? love that. Yeah. But, but that's another thing that, that kind of like, he's the one who, who wanted yeah. to do so check it out, man. I'm not perfect by any means. Like I might say, this is my morning routine. Dude, I've got days where I might miss it. And I told you, like, I'm fucked up. I'm messed up. Like, I don't feel like I'm always getting the itch. I'm like, I feel like I, I but I, I kind of beat myself up because if I miss it, if I miss that morning routine, then I realize how I feel. Then I realize mm-hmm. I'm not being as productive or as passionate to the people I need to be. And I self-correct. So this isn't like a linear thing. You're going to get off track sometimes. Just make sure you get back on track and having people to help you hold, hold yourself accountable. Like I have a myriad of people I've met throughout my life that I'll get a random text one day. Like I got a couple months ago, like my 2021 craziest thing I did was uh, I swam three and a half miles with some seals up in New York. And if my, my swimming experience before that is treading water. And oh, I literally wow. was like, you know what? These text messages were coming in 
for like three months, these guys are like, let's get you in the water, Andy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Finally, with like four weeks, three or four weeks to go, I'm like, have it, going. So I like got out there, I tried to swim, and this girl's teaching me how to swim. And she goes, you realize the Hudson River has so much less salt than the Florida, like the Florida area we're in. She goes, you know how we're waiting here in the water? You're going to sink up there. I'm like, great. This is awesome. So I've got, well, I'll fill you in the rest of that story later, but I made it. Obviously, I'm still here. didn't die. Um, but I've got friends like that that are just, you know what? I'm a yes man. They say, hey, let's do this 5K. Hey, let's do this swim. Hey, you won't do this. Do it. Or for the daily stuff, just having somebody else that you're going to train with. Like bring your friends around. Some friends that you haven't seen for a while. Maybe that's how you can stay in touch with each other and get connected is say, hey, let's just have a, a, buddy, a buddy pump, a buddy workout time. And we'll get it, you guys get together. And then you stay in touch and you can maintain that relationship through a workout. There's many different ways to do it. And I'm learning how much more valuable that is because I want to, I used to be so selfish with that time. Now I don't mind sharing it. Now it's like, I'm not in there all just think about it's all about Andy it's I'd rather now I've gotten to a point where it's like whatever I just want to share that time I want to have fun and guess what my program is it's like whatever whatever I feel like doing that day that's it well that that's one thing I noticed too is I like like a kid likes doing different things so so why should an adult who wants to work out or do whatever only run or only lift weights mm-hmm. or only um you know do it all yeah do yeah everything yeah, like, I never thought I'd be running marathon. I never thought I'd do anything. I was like, just, bot- dude, bodybuilding to me is so freaking boring now. Like, I make fun of people. I go, you go to the gym and you sit down. This, it's like a gym is full of furniture. It's got seats and back pads. Like, number one, that just takes your core and your hips out of it. And that's why you have back problems. Because you go to the gym and sit down. But it's sort of like, I just have to keep moving. Like, I'll go from bam to bam to bam. The days of, like, four dudes hauling around a bench press watching each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was so cool in high school. Now it's like, dude, I get so bored with that shit. I just do whatever is interesting. I've been so, I'm so spoiled with my tonal that I hit a button and it goes up to all the weight that I don't even like putting weights on anymore. Like I'll just look around the gym, see who else has already loaded the weights. I'm like, Hey, just, just leave that. Oh, we get a few rips in. They're like, does anybody else want this? Okay. You take it. <laughs> like, so it's like, but be multifaceted. If I can tell anybody anything, don't feel like you're just this one trick pony that you're just going to be like the same way. The coolest thing to do is step outside your comfort zone. I'm talking about a guy here, Mr. Musclehead, that used to go, a girl invited me to a spin class, a spin studio. I go, you know what, I'm going to go in there, I'm going to show those mamas what's up. Like we got in there and dude, I was dying, but it was like, you know what? Getting in there, I met so many people that day and we had such a blast. Like, I'll never forget that. The whole place is like, oh, let's see what happens to this guy. Doesn't look like he's ever done any cardio. But it was great. So always, I like to say yes. You know, what's it going to hurt? Are you going to embarrass yourself? Who cares? Who cares? Do so willing. Do so with an open mind. Go try everything. Run, jump, swim, sign up for that 5K. Do that show. Do these uh, DecaFit and High Rocks challenges that are out now. It's just it's all fun. And it's all going to make you a, a more well-rounded person, well-rounded athlete. And you're going to be able to do more stuff. You don't know what your kids' passions are. Might as well just be good. Then they're going to think you're a superhero. Oh, daddy can throw the ball with me. He can tackle too. He can box. Oh my God. He can crank out pushups. You're going to be a superhero to your kids. The more stuff that you can do. Is it, if you could have one, if there was one thing that you, you think is your favorite, favorite way to work out, get it, break a sweat. What is that one thing you like to do? I think it is. 
man, there's so many different things. I'm gonna really think about this one for a sec. My, I guess my favorite thing to do is just go in there and push myself. Now I've got a structure each day and you'll see this on the app too. Like I've got body parts I hit or things like that. But my favorite thing to do is to seriously challenge myself. I think my favorite workouts are the challenges. Like not even training. Training's just training. Is getting out, showing up for that marathon with no training. Showing up for that swim with barely any experience. Just getting out of my comfort zone is just, I know that I'm going to come out the other side of that just better, different. I'm going to learn something. If I, if I F it up, great. I'm going to learn how not to next time. Yeah. So I think that's, I think that's my favorite thing to train for is just, is that next thing, whatever that may be, or it's a, or it's a repeat. Yeah. But in terms of that, just, I think to give people a better answer, not sitting down, staying moving. Yeah. Do all your, body, yeah. do your bodybuilding, do your muscle uh, building workouts, but do them all standing up. Never sit down for a second. Maybe just bench press. Yeah, I can say there's every one. <laughs> there's one. We'll give yeah. you. We'll give you the bench. What, what, but yeah, what? I think just train standing up, and that's for people like you'll get the most core stimulation. Core is everything, front and back. Okay, you're gonna burn more calories. Just don't sit down when you go to the gym, unless it's on an ass kicker like a rower, uh, an air bike, something like that. That's you're there's there's no doubt you're kicking your ass there's no doubt that you're not just sitting there taking a breather those things are ass kickers and just keep moving just keep moving Good. if you need uh, some guidance i'm here <laughs> um so let's go back to you swimming um how many times did you think uh i'm gonna die <laughs> okay and, and, and was was this like a race or was this just like hey we're going swimming? so this wasn't necessarily a race although there was some, some competitive guys are you talking about yeah. I'll the seals, right? So, so we get there uh, the day before. I've got some friends up in New York. We go out to a club. I mean, it was, it was, it was endless. It didn't stop till nine in the morning. So then I, I just kind of laid down. I'm like, this. I'm already knowing, like, you are not a swimmer, dude. And now you're tired. You're dehydrated, and you're still gonna just like, oh, dude. You know what? Just show up. Just show up. Just show up. So, sun's out. Show up get there and they're doing a whole feature on the news like fox news there everything like that so we show up at noon for the photo op the speech we have to run a mile with the american flag super cool standing around the sun it's like over 90 degrees out in this park sun is clear days beating on us i'm sweating vodka and we have to wait for the skydivers to come down from the from the planes we wait for that so i'm we're outside for four hours i've got no water left in me right Finally, at four o'clock, we jump in the water and I'm like, oh, it was the best feeling ever. It's just getting in that cold water. It was like 60 degrees or something then. And I'm going, man. I'm like doing everything they taught me to do. Swim like this, reach. I get to the Statue of Liberty. And by the way, every mile there's a barge. You put your mask in, you climb up the barge, you do 100 push-ups and 22 pull-ups. There's two barges and then you do the next one at the Freedom Tower. And so I'm rounding the Statue of Liberty, right? Like this. And all of a sudden, shit. Like oh. total body cramp. I'm oh. talking from my fingernails to my toes. I go from this to oh shit. Like I'm doggy paddling. I'm now dead last. The they're opening up the waterways behind me because they have to let the boat traffic do. Oh, they shut no. down the waterway first. So I got the port authority, the fire department, the the uh, the NYPD boats going. Just like they're coming up. Hey, you're gonna make it all. <laughs> yep, doing just fine. Just standing. <laughs> So I get to the first barge and half the guys have already jumped off and gone to the second one. I get up there and I don't know anybody, all the guys that I know, the, the high performers are already on the second, they're already on their way. Yeah. I get up there and I'm like, man, 
I stretch out and there's like some medics and like, what's wrong? I go cramped. They're like, where I go everywhere. They're like, figure it out. I go, I know. So I'm like, dude, just get back and just get back in the water. Just get back in the water. So I get back in the water. I start to swim. As long as I don't overextend, like if I give like, like 75, 80% effort, I'm good. hundred percent instant cramp, like instant, yeah. like you're like, you're like, it's on, you have to like pry yourself open. So I get to the second barge and the guy looks over and he goes, you guys aren't going to believe it. It's Andy. I go, did you guys like place bets? I'm like, dude, we didn't see it the first barge. We thought like that, that dude quit. He's a quitter. Oh, really? I get up there and my buddy, uh, Mike Donnelly, who's down here in Miami, looks at me dead in the eye. He goes, had you quit? We're done. Never your friend again. Never <laughs> hang out. I go, yep, yep. Uh, I would do the same to me too. So he, he told you after the fact. Oh, oh, he told me that. <laughs> Then we get to the, we finally, the last mile and a half is you can see Manhattan. It's right there. It's getting closer. And we get there. We run our mile to the Freedom Tower. We do our push-ups, pull-ups, and the rest is history. We went out from there. But it was honestly, I'd never done anything like that. And there were parts of me where I was like going underwater. Like, yeah, man, if you stop kicking, you're going to drown. And they're going to be, you're going to be on the news. All your buddies are going to make fun of you. And you're never going to live this down. Oh. And you're just basically a little bitch. I'm like, all of this is going through my head as I'm just like, just keep going, just keep going. Whatever gets you go, get you there, right? Yeah. So, guys, if like all the self doubt and all the stuff, it's all part of the process. Running marathons, doing these go rucks, it's all, it's all in your head. Just keep going. Just keep going. Can, can I? And I don't know how much time you have. I don't want to take all your. Usually, yeah, usually keep going, going, brother. Okay. Um, so on a much, much smaller scale, like I was, I'm never going to die. Um, this was, uh, this was probably six or seven years ago now, maybe five years ago. Uh, I'm a big dude. I'm 6'2", probably 270. Um, mm-hmm. At the time, wasn't running or doing anything. And uh, I went to Louisville to visit my sister and my baby sister was supposed to go and they had signed up for a 5K, um, but she didn't make it. So it's like, hey, we have, the, if you want to go do the 5K, you can do the 5K. I'm like, all right, I'll walk. You know what's? It's not going to hurt. At least I'll be out there moving around. Yeah. And I was at that starting line, heard the national anthem. And I'm super competitive uh, at that kind of stuff. And I ran the entire thing. Yes. Yes. I, I hurt so bad the next day. Dude, that is such a motivator, dude. You have no idea. Like, the, uh, the, like you're, you'll get there. And sometimes you have no idea. And like all of a sudden you'll hear that anthem. It's just like, oh, let's go. <laughs> Dude, I, I mean, I had fun. I wasn't, obviously, it wasn't my fastest ever, but I had no. fun. I was Snapchatting people, you know, Snapchatting and everything during during the race. But I, I, it, uh, I think it was a half hour, 10 minute mile, which wasn't bad. Um, fine. Yeah. And I had, but I had a lot of fun. Like I said, afterward, the next day was horrible. But dude, as soon as I was up there, I'm like, I'm running, I guess. <laughs> and there's, there's something there for those people, right? You never know the motive. Like, Right up to some of these events, I'm not motivated. I'm looking for maybe if I just step off this curb and be like, "Oh, I got it, man down. I got an ankle. It's dead." Like we're all, we're all doing. And then you get there, you get to the event, you see the people. the The environment is motivating. Like it always happens. Yeah. And don't feel like you've got to beat anybody. None of these races. Nobody cares if you win. Nobody cares. Everybody cares that you finish. Everybody's there to support you. Nobody's your enemy unless you got like some side bets, then you're on your own. But unless no. you're gonna lose a friend, apparently. Yeah, there you go. Unless, yeah, I'm like, I'm a merman pop. <laughs> so yeah, do these events, guys. Don't don't think you have to impress anybody except yourself. Like sign up for a 5k sign up for, and just finish it. 
just do it and be better, be a better version of yourself than you were the day before. That's yeah. it. You yeah. don't have to beat people. You have to beat yourself and level yourself up. That's it. You know, I can tell, I can tell messages, especially to the kids, the high school kids that I coach football. Uh, and then sometimes I'm like, why don't I listen to myself sometimes? <laughs> like I have these good, good messages that tell the kids like, Hey, you failed. That's okay, man. You got the next play. Like, Hey, I did something yeah. bad at work. I can yeah. come back the next day. I'm all right. I'm going to use this podcast as a reference when I'm bitching out on something. I swear. I'll be like, you said, you said to others and now you can't do it yourself. Like you're a hypocrite. You get out there and you do that shit. We all need it, man. It's like yeah. motivations daily. It comes and it goes. It, it stays in here for like 30 seconds and it's out, right? You need to keep feeding this mind positivity all day long. That's your circle. Keep your circle tight. So, so you, you've done a lot of stuff, you know, you're just talking about the seal, that, that seal swim. Um, what, what's some other, like, uh, I know I, I always think of David Goggins. I, I like listening to him. Oh, like Joe, Joe Goggins. Rogers. Somebody actually came through and said Goggins. Oh, oh stay hard on one of the, on the IG things. Like, so without further ado, the, the best thing I think anybody here can do, and I did it, I went into it blindly, and that's why I tell you to do it too, is a go rock tough challenge. So it's derived from the military. It's derived from special forces training. You have to show up with a rucksack, a backpack, make sure it's a tactical one, or they will purposely beat the shit out of it so that you're the guy with the messed up backpack. So get a good one that can put up with some stuff because if you just bring your Jan Sport, they're just going to be like, ha ha, <laughs> and look at all your stuff on the ground. So there's a, a 12 hour, it's 12 hours, right? You do it, you start it at eight o'clock at night, right? You miss a sleep cycle, you finish at eight in the morning and it will change your life about what you can do, what other, what you can do for other people. You are going to be a better person, a better leader, a better follower, a better husband, better mother, better wife, uh, whatever. I'm missing all the attributes there. You're going to be better in all areas of your life by doing it. Why? Because you don't know what you can do until somebody pushes you. And these people are professional pushers and you're going to get there and they're going to minimize your strengths and maximize your weaknesses and make you figure some stuff out. And I've done six of them. And one of them was a 24 hour and one of them was three days. And I, in it, I'm like, here we go. Like leading up to it. I'm like, man, uh, here we go again. I'm doing this. And then once you get there and they start calling out orders, you just go, you just go. And at the end of it, you've never felt like you could just take on the entire world. What, uh, what is involved in that? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Is there just a bunch of different things? No, it's, um, for the first couple, uh, hour, I'd say like first hour or two, they're just, they're keeping their eyes on to see who's a standout. Who's not, who's a little shy, who's the big, strong guy. And you know what they do? The big, strong guys, there's uh, litters, uh, stretchers. And they go, okay, we're in, a, we're in a battle zone. We're at choke point. Boom, boom, boom. The three biggest dudes just got shot. And now we're in the stretcher. And all the little, I call them little people, have to carry us. So they took your three strongest assets and made them a weakness. And now everybody else is to carry. So they are going to mind F you. The whole time, like, wait, we have this big, strong guy. Not anymore. He's dead. Or he's got shot in the leg or some stuff like that. And you're going to do movements. Like we did uh, one in Fort Lauderdale, which is every time you see a beach cruiser, that's an IED. If you see it first and call it out, you survive. Okay, you build some credits with the cadre. If they see it first and you don't, everybody's doing PT, like burpees, bear crawls in the sand, carrying logs, everything. So you've got to, you're suffering, suffering. You're, you're, you're working out. You're sweating. You're, you're, there's high, there's, there's stress. They're imposing stress on you mentally, sounds, 
verbal cues, and they're making you accomplish a mission. So you can't just internalize your shit and put headphones on. No, not allowed. You have to make sure your team is right. Make sure you're not missing anybody. You've got to be a good follower. Make sure you're paying attention. Be a good leader. Make sure everything's copacetic. So it is nonstop for 12 hours. Like you are, you are going, you are going, man. I recommend doing it in Florida because it's always, it's always nice weather here. Like I said, I suck in the cold. So get that, but, but do yourself a favor and go through that experience because I'm telling you, it's, it's hard to tell you what you're going to get out of it because everybody's different. Everybody experiences something different when you come out of those go ruck. So it's called go ruck, go on uh, Instagram, check it out. Um, a lot of it's all special forces, special operations guys, I should say. And a lot of por- uh, the proceeds go to um, a lot of their different uh, veteran charities. So it's, it's good, 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 positive, positive, positive all around. And to tell you what, Eddie, you talk to any of the special spec ops guys and they don't just come in as badass. You break to build. So you have to break down the, the structures in your mind that are limiting your self-limiting beliefs, your body, everything, in order to find out if you can be that person that they want you to be or that you need to be. So don't think of this stuff as, oh, me, I'm the victim. No, this is, this is a rite of passage. You have to be broken to be built. And that is it. Just go in there with that open mind and do it with some friends. Cause you guys will, you'll go, you'll have some camaraderie there. I don't recommend going in, not knowing anybody. That's just weird. I've always known. Is there a time where you're like, Ooh, that guy's by himself. What's up with that? Yeah. Then, then you go over and you rescue him. You're like, Hey man, like you make friends, but yeah. I've always, I've always done it with guys because then it's like the drive home. It's like, it's also like you're talking about, you're like, you're all muddy. You're discussing your, it's just so many different beliefs. And, and honestly, there's some, They've got some 48-hour ones, and I've gone, and we've flown up to New York to do, like, a 9-11 tribute, and we did 24 hours, and I didn't realize you can tack, like, if you complete the 24, you can do a 12 and a 6 for free. So some of these people knew that, and these girls, like, packed, like, extra gear to, like, hey, are guys ready for the next one? We're like, no, we're, just, we're getting beers. I got one change of underwear, and that's it. They're like, she's those ha, pussies. I'm like, uh, <laughs> we just did 24 hours she goes yeah we're doing 48 i go oh my god there's levels to this shit it's crazy so you never know who you're gonna meet Jirena, that was you shout out if you ever listen to this i just saw you on facebook the other day that girl literally called us little bitches and wanted nothing to do with us like she goes i'm not associating myself with those men <laughs> i never felt like less of a man in my life <laughs> I went for, she just dropped us like a bad habit. I mean, I mean, you so were anyway. so, you were so pumped to finish this 24 hour and then you just went down. And down. then, yeah, I'm peaky. I'm like, yeah, I made it. And they're like, that's not enough. That's not enough for you. What do you want from me? Oh my gosh. Um, I do want to talk about your app because I have been, uh, been talking to you about it and, and, you know, signed, I signed up for it and we had, you had that Instagram live about it yesterday. Uh, but I, uh, talk about it because I'm obviously interested to know more, but I think people, other people would, would, are interested in, in it. Guys, so. gotcha. So here's the reason for the app and why I believe everybody can benefit from it and everything. So I can only impact the people I can touch here in Florida and train and be in proximity to. And I've always, I've avoided doing an app thing. I just wasn't sure, like, you know, that's another investment, another, another time consuming thing. I wasn't even sure if I wanted, like, so we're talking about self doubt. Like, you're not always hundred percent sure this is what you want to do. Maybe even stay in the same field. So I go through the same process of 
weighing out the options. Finally, it's like, I was trying to find a way out of fitness, believe it or not. And after a while, life and everything, all my experiences kept leading me right back in. So I go, you know what? Let's find a way deeper in. So I was like, how can I have this experience? How can I hold people accountable from a distance? I got with this company. We built this platform. And when I say it is flawless, it's everything I've ever wanted. If I was going to hire a trainer or somebody to hold me accountable, it's got everything there from your habit forming to your reminders, to your accountability, to your programming, to your check-ins, to your weigh-ins, to your progress photos, to making it a part of your schedule, to weekly calls, to monthly calls, to daily calls if you tear yourself up to that. It is everything you need to succeed. And it's for every type of body, every type of injury. It can be custom molded. The answer is yes. If you think you can find something better, I'd love to hear it so I can make mine better, but I don't think there is. I think this is going to help change so many people's lives and impact so many people and create a huge community. I want, I want to eventually have a private Facebook page or whatever platforms out there of this community on the app because we have different coaching app, but I want to have a million people that have been impacted by this training. And guys, the, the type of training I do, I, I think to myself that it's common sense. And yet I still see people out there not losing weight. They're doing endless amounts of cardio, endless amounts of ab work. I'm like, guys, it is, if you're not doing a muscle centric program, muscle is your secret to anti-aging, to high metabolism, to eating whatever you want, to having a strong body, to resisting injuries, fatigue, to being durable as a human body or a human being in your body. It's, it, the, answer is, the answer is muscle and everybody's avoiding muscle. What do you have? Cardio classes, okay? What do you have? CrossFit, powerlifting, okay? You have got all these other things. They're not the worst things in the world. The peace people are doing something. But aesthetically, if you're not looking at yourself and saying, I want this body, I want to be able to do all this stuff, you're not ever going to get there by doing these little niche things. You need to have a program that has resistance training in place first, and then you can tack on all these other little nitpicky things, I'd say. So the app is going to be the, the one-stop shop, if you will, for lack of a better word, to get the body you want, to perform at the level that you want, to have the freedom to eat whatever you want eventually once you get there. And to do some of these things we've talked about here and be able to be mobile enough and metabolic enough to handle that kind of stuff. And it's, it's literally, I like to call it a superhero package. Like be James Bond. James, what does James Bond do in every single movie? He runs, jumps, swims, flies, skis. <laughs> like, like he does everything. He's, a fight. He's like, I want you guys to be able to do everything. I want you to be a hybrid athlete. Like you said, what do you, what do you, I go, what do you, you said before, like what, what type of training I do? I go all of it. Yeah. Give me something to do. Yeah. Not the shake weight. We're going to leave that out. We won't do that. But again, that's the app guys. Um, it'll be, we'll make it available. I'll send you in maybe the show notes that you do. I'll send you a link. I'm, I'm confident by Friday this week, it'll be, I'm going to be able to set it free and deal with um, any little, uh, little feedbacks. I need to fix anything there, but we did a soft launch last week and the feedback has been phenomenal from some pretty heavy hitters in the, in the tech world. So I'm pretty, pretty happy about that. Well, it looks cool just by looking at, I'm looking at it right now and like all the stuff that you're able to do on here, you know, with just nutrition, like you said, uh, putting photos on there, uh, finding your workouts, like it looks uh, pretty user-friendly also. And that's, yeah. I think that's important too, because if people start struggling with the app, then they're going to ask, how is it? Yeah. And nerd alert, nerdy podcast, it's going to be able to sync with all your wearables. So we're working on Whoop. Right now, it'll sync with the, the Fitbit, the iWatch, uh, MyFitnessPal, everything like that. You can actually, like, what are you going to do with tutorial on this as we get closer and as we progress forward, that you can go say, 
hey, Siri, what's my workout for today? And I'll pop up the app and show your workout. Hey, Siri, what, what's my next meal? And things like that. And you're gonna, we're going to have these, these voice commands. So everything's going to be phone in the pocket soon, wearables. So we're just trying to keep up with that kind of trend. Well, yeah, and please, please send the link or at least, you know, I'll definitely put your, your, um, Oh, I appreciate you, man. That's awesome. And thank you for being an excited early in there too. Oh yeah, man. I, I'm looking forward to it. It's one of those, you know, having someone, especially someone I know, you know, to, to help, uh, help me, you know, and, and, and help my kids you know, and everything. Um, I love it, man. You're going to be super pops, yeah. super pops. <laughs> no dad bod. So no dad bod. You know what? I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, at, at my lowest since I've, I, since I've been like 20, I've been about 260, 270. My lowest at one point was 250, uh, but that was just more diet stuff. And my, my dad said, your head looks really big right now. I was like, your dad, I <laughs> he's like, what's going on with you? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, I don't know what, what a, a good weight is for me. I guess that's something that I can add muscle pretty easily when I start lifting weights. Don't um, worry about the number. Oh, no, I understand. the number. Here's what you got to worry about, and I'm going to leave everybody with this one. <laughs> Eat a fucking salad! Okay? <laughs> if you have abs and you look in the mirror and you've got that, the body you want, you're completely happy, eat whatever you want, don't care, don't even listen to me. Ignore Andy. That's fine. If you have weight to lose and you're not eating a fucking salad for every single meal, you're not doing enough. And by yeah. salad, I just mean protein and vegetables. That could be chicken and broccoli. It could be egg whites and spinach. It's basically the lean shit. And the green shit goes on a plate and you eat it. Okay. Do, do you, uh, do you put, I know you talked about hot sauce yesterday. Hot too. sauce. Uh, do, do you put, or can you put things on it or is it just, of course. Oh, yeah. You're going to get bored. So just don't ask me, well, can I have carbs? Can I have sugar? Fuck no. You've already got a tank of gas. Okay. What is carbs and fats? It's fuel. So you're trying to do all this stuff to burn off all this gas and you just keep putting more gas in. Like, stop it. It doesn't work like that. You just keep adding fuel to the fire. That's it. So spice up your life as, as much as you want. I, I've made this so simple. I've given people like encyclopedia-sized meal plans. They just like, I mean, overwhelmed. I got down to an Instagram post. It's eat a fucking salad. Eat your protein. Eat your vegetables. And then you'll watch your fat melt away. And then like, well, when do I eat whatever I want to get? I said, when you look in the mirror and you're happy, eat whatever you want. Until then, eat a fucking salad. Yeah. Well, perfect. And well, I'll and give you the science behind that. It's like, it's not a blanket statement. It's not me being like a, sure, yeah. a cheese mall. It actually fucking works. Sorry for the language. I know there's kids, but nothing drives right. the point home like an F-bomb. That's all right. That's all right. I just, I usually put a uh, little asterisk in the show notes saying, hey, just so you know, curse words were said. So we're Get right. your little beep, boop, beep, boop. No, I, I don't do that just because I feel like, uh, like you're right. Like this is how people talk. I'm not going to limit. I'm not going to yeah. shelter people or whatever. This is how people talk. Let, let I don't trust talk. people with them fly off an f-bomb here and there it drives the point home it's like hey hey lorenzo i care about you no lorenzo i fucking care about you. like it really it just ah it's an adjective it's an adjective people okay should be taught in grammar school all right man well i can't thank you enough this is so cool i i, I just uh i i don't think we've ever just sat down and talked for an hour so it's, it's cool to do that with you man uh you're so positive and so energetic and i look forward to working with you you know through this app and through through messaging and, and that kind of stuff so i appreciate it uh check out the show notes you know for any of andy's stuff they'll be in there give it gives a uh click on those on those links guys so uh thanks perfect andy. yeah you guys get my profile i'll send you everything else you need to know is this gonna be is this video gonna be available 
So um, it's usually audio, but this okay. video with this video was so good. Uh, if it's available, start so, that YouTube page right now, brother. That's it. I know. I'll be, I'll be I know. right out of the gates. <laughs> so uh, the audio will be available uh, Thursday morning, tomorrow morning. Um, so if I if I can get the video, I got to give it to my brother-in-law who does video work. Uh, so hopefully it'll it'll like be really professional looking, logo all that kind of stuff by the weekend. So cool. uh, it'll be up cool. there eventually. But but I made up my mind as soon as as soon as you started talking, I'm like, no, this has to be my first video. Yeah, so. I tell you what, it has to be, man. I will tell you what, Joe Rogan's right. Like, I listen, but when I'm at home, I, I stream it to the TV. Like watching people and everything like that, just like it's it's awesome. So I just want to say it's been great to see. Your beautiful mug here today. So we're 2,000 miles away and just connected right here. So yeah, people okay. got to see it. They got to believe it. Yeah. All right, Andy. Well, thanks a lot, man. Thank you, brother. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. It means the world to me if we can get this podcast off the ground and running. You don't have to share the whole, all the episodes. Just share one you like. Uh, one podcast. Uh, if you share one, could turn into a subscriber down the road. So any little bit helps. Uh, my my Gmail is the Nerdball Podcast at gmail I'm on all the social medias: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Find me at Twitter at the Nerdball Pod. Instagram is the Nerdball Podcast, and Facebook is a page at the Nerdball Podcast. Thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Cut of Fish Graphics, Perrysburg Junior High STEM, and Big Daddy Graphics for helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.